This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning. Hey, Jasmine, right? Yes. What's up, Jasmine? Get it off your chest. Um, good morning, Uncle Charlotte. Good morning, pretty girl Yee. Good morning. Um, good morning. Because I called you guys, of course, and couldn't get in the other day about getting scammed. Oh, you got and scammed? I with Charlemagne. Yes, online, of course, on Instagram, trying to support somebody who told me, okay, you know, I'm going to promo for this person. You know, you guys, you know, support and, you know, get a couple airplane tickets, you know. And, of course, it was a scam. I tried to reach out to the person because they are Instagram famous. Mm. Of course, their response was they got scammed, too. But What happened? How did you get scammed? You just have to, sometimes you have to screen people before you start telling people to spend their money with them, you know? So, How did yeah. you get scammed? What was it? Tell us so we don't get scammed. Well, I'm not going to put any names, but it was this guy. He was basically saying, you know, he would get discounted tickets or whatever. Tickets to what? To the game? No, no, no. Airplane tickets. Airplane tickets. Oh, okay. I heard this game before. I seen somebody get got with this one. Go ahead. Yes. So he was like, okay, you know, reach out to this lady. You know, she'll give you tickets because I was going to to Vegas for a friend's birthday party. Of course, one side, you know, reached out to the lady, spent the money, didn't hear from her. I reached out to the Instagram famous person. They were like, oh, it's an older lady as if there's an age on scamming. And um, that was the end of it. Yeah, you got to be careful with that. I know somebody that got locked up at the airport. What people usually do is they get a stolen credit card and they charge those tickets and then you pay them cash. And then when you get to the airport, it depends on if they, you know, file that report or not. Because you can get locked up for that. So just be careful if you're out there scamming. Sometimes them cheaper tickets are not worth it. And you're not going to just get cheaper tickets. Like, that just doesn't happen. And I agree with Charlemagne. He did say, you know, that's your lesson or whatever. So thankfully, my boyfriend helped, you know, get the money, like, back so that I could just buy them myself. But I'm I'm just like, you know, Instagram famous people, they need to really screen the people that you're promoting. Yeah. Absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. You can't just be posting anything. Well, all you're doing is protecting the person right now. (laughs) Why are you protecting this Instagram famous person right now? Yeah, who is it? Do I really have to be messy with y'all? Yes, yeah, yes. Why not? We're just nosy. If they getting people, we want to help. Protect somebody. Be like Peter Parker's uh, uncle. Well, it was, um, his name, I think, is... Okay, I don't know about Instagram. Never heard of him. Never heard of him either. Okay, then I guess he ain't popping that much, then. And you do know you could buy you could buy that blue badge and you could buy buy followers and buy likes and all that. You do know that. Oh no, I didn't know that. But I mean, he seemed pretty popular. But okay, all right. Well, I'm sorry, but but at least you got to Vegas like you were supposed to. Exactly. All right, Mama. That's all that matters. Y'all have a good day. Okay. Thank you. Patrick, good morning. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. What's up, Patrick? Uh, get it off your chest, bro. Oh, man. Angela Yee. I got two things I want to get off my chest. I'm a little mad this morning. Um, one, I've been trying to call in and get some relationship advice from you, and this is my first time ever being able to get through. But, um, man, I, I took some advice from y'all uh-uh. and uh, tried to get some couples counseling for me and my girlfriend, and she just blew up on me, pretty much left me hanging. Uh, I was at work yesterday. I got home. She left with my son. Wow. Left walking and I'm just I'm pissed. Did you chase that? Did you follow when she was walking? Nah, I was at work, man. Like I don't got I work two times, bro. I get up at two thirty every morning and I don't get back home until sometimes eight thirty at night. You know, I provide everything for my family. I take care of everything. 
I just can't see why I can't come up to a little peace and harmony. Well, you know what? Hold on, hold on. We're going to put you on hold and, and um, he help you out. All right. Don't hang up. Hello, who's this? Angel. Hey, Angel, get it off your chest. Good morning, Breakfast Club. I just want to say uh, I love you guys. Listen to you guys every morning. And I uh, want to drop a bomb for my beautiful white queen at home. And Angela Yee, every morning I can't get, hey, fam, out of my head. Oh, I'm sorry, fam. <laughs> you said your beautiful white queen? My beautiful white queen, Jessica, yes. You got to say Nubian white queen. I'm sorry, my Nubian white Nubian. queen at home. Nubian. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, Nubian. I said Nubian. All right, we got and, you, brother. Uh, DJ, DJ Evan, thank you. You play all my requests every morning. Thank yes, he does. Much. You're welcome. DJ in the world. Thank you, man. All right, get it off your chest. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Kirsty. Hey, Kirsty, get it off your chest. Oh my, oh my God! Like, okay, so first of all, I love you guys, and I love this show. I listen to it every morning. Mm -hmm. But um, I just wanted to let you guys know that I sent you guys my song about a few times, and nobody responded back. And I oh. definitely wanted you to check it out. It's in your DMs on Instagram. Okay, we got to look at it. It's in all our right, DM. What's your you. What's your name on there? Kirsty K U R C Y. It's underscore K U R C Y underscore. Thank you, Kirsty. Ty, good morning, Ty. Hi, good morning. Now, now Ty, you Thank found you out that. Good morning. Yes, I'm here, baby. What's happening? You found <laughs> you found out that your husband's cheating on you, Ty. Yeah, I did, and it's crazy because I just woke up. I'm taking my son to uh, I'm taking my son to get dropped off, and um, I'm headed on my way to work. And um, you know, like we've been together for almost 12 years, and. I don't know. I really don't feel no type of way. Like, it's like, you know, he said, like, certain things, like, the last week that just didn't make sense. And I was talking to my girlfriend, and I'm just like, you know, he was saying things like, you take the life out of me. Wow. Uh, you like drama and all of this. And then come to find out, like, you were, like, you probably weren't even talking about long because they said that they just met you, and they didn't even know you were married. Damn. So, so he not cheating, I cheating. Even, I, I haven't even said anything to him. Like, I let him hold me while he was sleeping last night. Wow. Didn't say anything to him. So I know he watches The Breakfast Club, so I hope, hope he hears it on his way to work this morning. So, so, so but, basically I mean, you want him to know that you know that he cheated. Yeah, like, in, uh, cheating doesn't mean, like, you slept with him, but you talked to him. So, therefore, you stepped out on the marriage. No, I so need to know what like level that. of cheating now, because it's cheating, then it's cheating, cheating. You know what I'm saying? Cheating I, is cheating. When you commit and make a vow to God, like, you don't step out of that. Yeah, but he might have just been talking to the girl. Um, for what? Are you, why aren't you saying anything to him? I'm just curious. Uh, because I found out last night in the middle of the night. Mm. So, okay, so you're, you are going to say something to him. Um, I mean, if he listens to The Breakfast Club this morning, which I'm sure he will. I think you need so to make now. sure he's cheating first before you put him on blast. That man could have been talking to some you young know, lady about buying you a present. I've, I've already talked to the female. She could be lying. Yeah, she could be lying. Already, no, they're not lying. Is he black? They know what kind of vehicle he drives. Yeah. So what? No, black, you know, black yeah. men don't cheat. Where is Bond? Does he have, I bet you his license plate say black men don't cheat on it. Who cares what kind of vehicle yeah, he drives? I got that to do. At the end of the day, I'm not pressed, though, because I'm an independent woman. 
and I'm good. I devoted 12 years to you, and I'm all the way good. Well, it's a, by the way, it's okay. It's first. okay to be hurt. It is. And do your homework just to make sure. Just don't, you don't just you don't, don't jump out the window. Make sure, and if you got the evidence, and you do what you got to do. Making sure if the number is in his phone, and that's what he's and it's in there. There's nothing I need to make sure. Of. You don't have to pretend to be right. okay if you're really not feeling okay. Just so I'm you know. not okay. I'm okay. I'm actually very very hurt, but I'm not gonna. I'm not going to try to figure out what happened, what didn't happen. That kind of makes you hurt more. Breathe, so baby. Do that. And if he was holding you last night, that means he feel extra guilty. Yeah, and that's wrong. And you won't feel real guilty when it's all the way over. Lord have mercy. I don't want to say make sure he was really cheating. I don't know why. I just want why you to was... make sure you was really cheating before you make a, a permanent decision but based you, off temporary feelings. You definitely should have a conversation with him, you know. Oh, I will ASAP. have a conversation with him. I just couldn't get to any of my girlfriends this morning. So I said, let me call <laughs> that's, the, that's the wrong people to be talking to <laughs> oh, at a man. time like this. But, okay. Well, good luck, Mama. I'm talking to them single-ass girlfriends of yours at a time like this. <laughs> and what's his name? I'm keeping it 100. What's his name? Brian. Brian, fix up, Brian. Damn, that's my brother's name. <laughs> fix up. All right, like, what? Yeah. All right, thank y'all. Have a good morning. I mean, shit. He's still sleeping peacefully. Why would she warn him, though? Don't give the man time to get his lie together. <laughs> <laughs> he got all day He got now. all day now. <laughs> get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Two chains. Yes, yes. Thank What's you up, for my brother? Me. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Two chains. album, man. One of the most consistent artists around. Thank you, darling. I have to say, because we love pretty girls like trap music, but this new album, I just got it last night, so we were all listening to it together, and amazing. Let me tell you something, man. I've been amazing. A, I've been, you know, I've been a Player Circle fan. I've been with you since the Trappavelli tapes, been with you for a long time. This your best album, and it's not even close. Do you feel that way? No, no doubt about it. So who gets the credit for this being the best body of work? Is it you? Is it Tech? Is it LeBron? Is it a team effort? No, nah, well, you know, uh, Tech just really, like, answers phone calls. I mean, he does more. <laughs> he, he does more on that, but then he asks me what you think about this, so he can't take the credit for that. And then, you know, LeBron obviously getting the um, the moniker or the title of A&R, this project was definitely my idea, but... You know, he went in there turning knobs or anything. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have time to, like, you know, send me beats or anything. It was a, I brought him on board for a couple of different reasons. But but this brought go to the league was something that I, I worked on for over a year. Like, you know, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music did very well. We essentially had, you know, damn near a Statue of Liberty in a pink trap house in Atlanta. It was right. basically the same type of effect as the Eiffel Tower. Just as people, you know, this is way after the album. People still following the campaign. Um, these ideas, they, they just keep going. They keep working. They they employ people, you know what I mean? And so with Rapper Go to the League, I had to find a way to connect the dots. And that's why you see this yellow crate on the um, album cover because this was, this is kind of where I came from. Like, um, a low socioeconomic. Oh, they bought it in here. Yeah, yeah. you got the yellow crate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, sometimes it's either a milk crate or a bike rim, but basically you're using, you know, what you have to, to get certain results. You know what I'm saying? So prior to getting a basketball goal, we used to, we were hooping things like, you know, like this mm-hmm. and stuff. What about sequencing? Like putting yeah. that song with Marsha Ambrose yeah. just first. How did, how did you guys collaborate on that or is that... That was an idea that actually he had for a long time. Like, we met out here in New York and played some songs. And I had this Marsha song for kind of some time, but it, it, it was hard for me to put it out. And I didn't know where to put it when I put it out because originally I thought maybe this could be an outro, but it had so much weight to it. It had so much substance. 
And I said, why not start off my um, album with that kind of emotion? It talks about death in the intro. You know what I mean? It talks about... Um, Lil' Fate's son. Yeah, it talks that? about my yeah. partner, Lil' Fate's son, passing away. My homie Big, um, his son passed away last year in August. He was about to be 18 in September. And he, he died to gun violence. And these are like my friends. I went to school with them. And then and now their kids are getting killed. And it's like, there's nobody that I know can explain that feeling. You know what I'm saying? There's nobody that I know can explain that feeling. And I got phone calls both times. Mm-hmm. When your homeboy calls you and, and their child has been taken away from it's some of the most harshest pain I've ever, I've ever heard or felt in my life. So I wanted to get straight into that, letting people know, oh, this is a different album from Change. This is a different direction. When, when Little Fate calls you and says that, how do you even console your man in a situation like that? Because you describe how you felt. You say you were shaking and all that. Like, how do you console your man in a situation well, like that? Well, I knew, you I, like, he actually had a kid, like, the ninth grade. He was popping, you know what I mean? Right. He had a kid in the ninth grade, kind of grew up with him, and he was 21, you know? Man. He was 21 years old, and, and somebody shot and killed him. You know, we went to the, the funeral, and it's just, it's just, it's hard to just relive that. Like, the last one, Big, that's my, man, Big, my partner, he's actually, um, I got him working for TRU, my label, like doing A&R for some of the upcoming artists that I have. But, like, one of my other friends is blowing my phone up, and he tell me, man, I heard Big Son just got killed. And so 60 seconds later, Big was calling me, so I started praying that the information was was untrue. And then while I was praying, Big, the phone hung up, and then he called me back. And then when he called me back, he said, bro, somebody took my son away. And and I was like, I heard this call. I heard this call before. I heard this pain before. I went straight out there to where he was, you know what I'm saying? I still beat myself up about it because I talked to him two weeks earlier. It was hard for me to connect with him because he was old and he was so cool and so, like, I don't care if you two change, you know what I'm saying? And that, that happens to me not that often, you know what I'm saying? I can really... This street stuff mixed with his psychology degree, I'm able to tap into a few things. But he he had a shield up, and I'm like, damn, Lil, when you think you you cooler than me, you know what I mean? And then I I had to kick in the psychology. I remember he used to love football, and my studio is twenty thousand square feet, so we played a little catch, worked on some spirals, and then we kind of talked about like what you want to do, you know what I'm saying? And the common thing that most young people want to do is rap, mm-hmm. you know. I'm like, what else you want to do? Like rap, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, come back, and you know, I never. The next time I saw him, he was. He was in a coffin. So that that's just disheartening. So I talk about that on the first song. I know that's probably not a normal way to start off an album, but... All right, we got more when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Two Chains is in the building. Charlemagne? Now, uh, I said me is another reflective record. You refer to yourself as a drug dealer, a killer, and a, a real <laughs> But it seems like you're more than all of that at, at, at this point. So so what are you, Two Chains? Um, two chains. I'm a great father, great husband. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a, I'm a musician. I have a lot of adjectives to describe me: tall, dark, handsome. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Virgo. I enjoy long walks in the bank. <laughs> Doing pretty good. I'm, I'm all those things. The things I t- the album is very reflective. You know, um, I use past tense a lot of my music because I'm obviously not trapping right now. Mm-hmm. But these are some of the things my my kids really listen to my music now. Like I just got it. Yeah. Just got the phone with my son. He he told me some hey young juice because I was on pretty girls like trap music <laughs> and so they thought it was funny that me and him going back on the phone to my hey he like hey I'm like hey and that was like but that's my old album my and he three and so it's like when I got my wife the new car I ain't getting no TVs this time on purpose because my kids would watch TV the whole day to school the whole day. I'm like man they need to look out the window song mm-hmm. so now they don't want to look out the window still they just want to hear music and so 
they gonna listen to my album, so I don't say like and and stuff like that too much. Like I try to find creative ways to talk about even sex and things like that. I obviously still do, but when you got a ten year old asking me, did you just say two girls in the pool kissing? You're like, did I say two girls in the pool kissing? What you what you doing? <laughs> you know, and I can't make them stop listening. They got iPhones and stuff. So I'm like, when my daughter asked me what a drug dealer was, I, I told her me. Because obviously I don't live the same way I lived before they got here. Are you scared to go deeper into the psyche of, of, of Mr. Epster? Yeah, I got some pain. You know, it's some pain in them. I deal with it pretty good. You know what I'm saying? It's some things that just so close and dear to me. It's just, it just hard to get out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not average. It's not... It's not it's not normal. It's really savage, you know, some of the things, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I wasn't going around killing and robbing people, but some of the things I did in my community, like I, I probably should have been ashamed of myself, but at the same time, I felt like I ain't had no other option. How do you how do you navigate through the industry? The industry can be just as evil as the streets if not. Yeah, I don't, I don't but you know, I'll be by myself. I don't really with the industry. I'm I'm cool with everybody in the industry. I'm sure they all did the resume background check. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they all thought about saying something crazy and then they like, bro, let let leave bro alone. You know what I'm saying? He just that smiling all cap, and that's not like for no respect or nothing like that. It's just like how I move. I respect people. I treat the valet just like I treat the CEO. That's how I do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't shit on people. I've saw people. I've been in the game long enough to see people get rich, get broke, vice versa. You know what I'm saying? And different attitudes change. I think it's dope if I get a fat Super Bowl chick and remain the same. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Buy a car too. I ain't bother nobody. Mm-hmm. Buy some property. Opening up another business next week. Like, I ain't bothering nobody. I have a restaurant doing well. I'm opening up uh, members only, a whole other spot in Atlanta. I'm opening up um, Pamper Nail Studio. I got a nail shop I'm finna open up, like mine, for players. Big throne chairs. You coming in, get your foot <laughs> chopped off or whatever you want to do, chopped you know? Chopped off. Yeah, you got that bad black toe. They need to. <laughs> for real. For real. I got to show you. Know, you know, you got to see black nail surgery. on that. <laughs> you know that dude got a black nail under that thing. <laughs> <laughs> they got commercials that do each other. <laughs> so, nah, man, it's just about, man, I love being different. I love being myself. I got to go with my gut, you know, my, my conscience. I really believe in that in that voice that talks to you. I, be, I listen to that voice. I listen to it all the way home. I feel like the, law of, yeah, the law of attraction, I feel like you believe that for real, for real. Nah, man, I've done it too many times. Man. Like, I can tell you now. Some stuff about to happen really good. Like, I just all I can tell you. Well, rapper Go to the League is out right now. Two Chains, fifth studio album. Good to see you again, my brother. It's the Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about B. Smith. Now, for people that just joined us, explain who B. Smith is, ye, and, and what's going on with their situation. Um, she's a style icon. She's a restaurateur. She's been married for uh, 26 years to Dan Gatsby, and she has Alzheimer's. So now her husband has moved another woman into the house, uh, and he has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so he has a new relationship. And like I was saying, Alzheimer's is a difficult uh, situation to deal with. They say that 70% of people who take care of somebody with Alzheimer's ends up, end up dying before that person. 
I'm gonna be. I don't have a strong opinion on this. I I, I can't judge that man unless you're I, in that situation. Yeah, I don't know what I would do in that situation. He's taking care of his wife. He's he's living with his wife, but he still has desires, and that woman he's with is probably keeping him alive, and keeping him alive is what's keeping B alive. So I mean, I don't really have a strong opinion on it either way. You know, now I, I'm gonna tell you what he said about it. Mm-hmm. He said that when we got the diagnosis at Mount Sinai, he said she stopped me, put her hand on my arm, and she said to me, "I want you to go on." He said, I'm not doing anything we didn't discuss. And he said, the other side of the coin is the person that I'm now involved with is white. The racial innuendo is devastating. I do, and I do believe that uh, B probably told him, yo, keep it moving. Like, you know, don't don't stop your life just because mine is at a halt, you know. And he's taking care of her. Like, he's a primary caregiver. That's very honorable to me. A caretaker. It's a hard situation. If she has dementia, Alzheimer's, does she remember saying that? Was that a real conversation or is she just saying that? It could be just saying that. Things, no, things my mother-in-law say she just says she doesn't know what she's saying at times. So... Who knows? But my whole thing is, is B. Smith created, that's that's her business. Yes, he helped, but, you know, she was the breadwinner. She was the one that brought in the bucks and was the fashion and did the restaurant. That's her bread. I yes. also think it's just tacky to put this out there like that. But the fact that, you too. know, you're taking pictures with the three of them and they're smiling, she doesn't know what's going on. The fact that she's living in How much in do we house, know she's not, how, how, how do we know for sure she don't know what's going on? She has Alzheimer's. So when you have Alzheimer's, you don't remember nothing at all, it zero? Depends. Like, my mother-in-law has no short-term memory. She has... Long-term memory, she remembers some she of the She doesn't recognize past, her husband. But she doesn't remember that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. B. Smith, B. Smith doesn't, doesn't recognize, recognize her, her husband. husband. So she don't even know she's getting cheated on. That doesn't make it right, bro. What are you talking that about? That make it right. I'm just saying, I hate you. Y'all, I don't know, I man. Hate you. All I'm I saying hate you. is, I what is he you. supposed to do? Just take care of her for the rest of his life and just. But like, some people are different. That's how I feel. My wife asked, I asked Gia last night. I even asked my daughter. We were, she was talking. We were talking about it. She's 17. And they both agree with B. Smith. Like you got to move on. They they think it's okay. Like you, I agree. Not B. Smith, the, the husband. It's like, kind of like if you, you got, move on. I kinda, don't agree. It's kind of like if you got another. I, I don't want to say if you got somebody in prison because, but that is kind of the same thing. Like yeah, the person's in prison for the rest of their life. Like what I'm supposed to just. Like stay, stay committed to them. Like, and he is committed to her. He's their primary caretaker. I don't know what more you want from the man. He did a Facebook post where he said, "No matter how much you've learned or been exposed to Alzheimer's and dementia, when the person you've been married to for what is closing in on three decades calls you daddy, and it ain't a term of endearment, but the actual belief that you are her father, it Yikes. takes you to your very core." And yeah, I, I can't judge that man. And bro. I know, I know it's difficult, right? And, and I, before we take a call, I just tell you. Um, Every year we go on vacations and I take my mother-in-law. And people always ask, why do you take her? Because she don't remember anyway. Like, you know, we go to Dubai, we go to Maldives, Florida, wherever. They say she don't remember. On the way back from Dubai, we were on the plane and I guess the air pressure messed with her a little bit. So she woke up and she said, oh, I got to go to work. So my wife was like, mom, no, you don't have to go to work. She didn't even know who my wife was. She was Mm. like, who are you? And Gia broke down in tears like, damn, my mom doesn't know who I am. Mm. And the crazy part, when she seen me, she knew who I was. So, yes, I know it's hurt. I know it's painful, but... We gotta. Those are the moments that we gotta remember. Damn, my mom did everything for me. You so do, I, I don't want to disrespect it and do anything no, that she wouldn't necessarily want when she. I, when I she think was some fine. people might feel like that, and some people might feel like they can't handle it and handle it the way. I mean, I don't know. Cause that could I drive have, you crazy. I have Imagine to deal being with that. what's B. Smith's right. husband name. Uh, Dan Gatsby. Gatsby. Imagine if Dan was in this house with this with, with his wife all the time mm-hmm. dealing with that. That could drive him crazy. So I'm telling sure. you, this other woman that's probably keeping him company is probably just keeping him. Mentally healthy. Right, well, let's go to the phones. What do you think, Marquita? I think it's very, very trifling. Like you said, she sacrificed a lot within those 20 years to try to make money and make their life (laughs) better, probably generational wealth, and it's just nasty. Like, wait till she pass. That could be 20 years from now. Well. And he also was successful. It wasn't like he was living off her money. Matter. If you want a girlfriend, have a girlfriend on the side. But don't move <clears> no woman into your wife's house. Because if she was in her right mind, he wouldn't do it. See, right. now that's so the part I think that's disturbing. Now you want to do that? 
Thank you. Because he was going to do what he was going to do anyway, but moving her in the house is next level. I can't judge that, man, but I'm going to tell you something. A lot of us and a lot of our listeners, we up in age. So we're going to find out soon enough if we gonna, <laughs> if you would stay with your woman or man with Alzheimer's, okay? Eric, good morning. Good morning, DJ Andy. What's up, What's bro? Up, What's, What's up, your opinion? Good morning. Honestly, man, I, I kind of agree with Charlemagne, man. I mean, you can't really judge from looking from the outside in. So until I go through that situation, I can't really say what I would do. But, I mean, like, moving in the girlfriend, it is kind of like a, a gray area to me. But whatever works for him, if it's going to keep him happy, then I say do what you want Do what you want to do. You know what I think, too? I think about, like, if that happened to one of my parents, <clears throat> I would want my other parents to be happy, too. So I can't say that I went with my mom or my dad. Why are you choking <laughs> you? I told you, He's I've been choking you. all morning. Hey, we got to we have to bring in another woman right now. <laughs> right, you you may still be with us, but I don't know if she's with us. All right? <laughs> I see but, with her, but I don't know if she can talk. Jesus but Christ. But I do feel like when this does affect you personally, people have their own personal stories. Right. You know, watching like a parent have to deal with another parent who had Alzheimer's. Yeah. You know, and you, like if um, Gia's father had to still deal with the mom, with, your gram- with her mother, then I'm sure she would want her father to be happy and not always have to be a caregiver and not have his own happiness because it is stressful. Right, and, and, and Charlamagne made up a good point, man. He made up one? Yeah, he, he made a good point. <laughs> we all getting old, and I'm forgetting a lot right now, so I don't know if I'm going down that line. I want to make sure that my wife takes care of Well, you see, I've been choking all morning. I don't bring nobody in the house. Well, so what's well, the listen, story? At least we have you on record, okay? Since y'all don't believe B. Smith, since y'all don't believe Dan. Yeah, both Dan of y'all on record. When Dan say B. Smith said it, y'all don't believe him. We've heard Envy say he don't <laughs> no. want no other man in his house. No! Okay? So and we've heard Charlamagne say it's okay with him. He would want his wife to move on. I don't see why I would hold right. her hostage like that. I mean, of course, I, I would want her to take care of me. But I want her to move on with her life. I can't wait to see the you picture know what's with Charlamagne, a white guy. My wife wouldn't wife. do that because my wife ain't on. She don't. She ain't on social media like that. She don't do that. Uh, you know what though? <laughs> I, I want to say something. I had an Uber driver when I was in Detroit, and he was telling me he was having an issue with his wife and taking care of her, and they were together forever, and he mm. loves her. But he was like, "I'm ready to just like live my life a little. Is that wrong that I want to?" Be, he, that's why he was driving Uber, just because mm. he wanted to get out of the house. He was 70 years old. Mm. And he was like, I want to like get on these dating apps and go on some dates. You think that's wrong? <sighs> I don't know. All right, well, do we have a moral to the story, guys? I mean, I'm not really invested in this topic like that. I mean, I don't have an opinion on it either way. I don't feel like this is something I can really truly have an opinion on because I don't know what I would do in that situation. That's something that's really kind of out of the realm of my understanding. I think everybody has their own opinion on if that was you, what you would do. But until it happens, who knows? All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. There's some history between you and Dramo. Start Morning, the guy. everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got yes, a special indeed. guest in the building. And we mean special. Lizzo! Woo! Good morning, Lizzo. I'm happy to be here. Now, you excited to see me? You don't seem excited. Remember we Good hosted morning, the VMA Lizzo. red carpet together? Yes! Okay! He didn't even now remember. Now we're talking. He didn't remember. He didn't, he didn't remember. remember. <laughs> you remember this young man right here? He's a f- boy. <gasps> That's right. <laughs> well, well, let me refresh your memory. Let me refresh your Wait memory. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming back to haunt me. Listen, I knew listen, it. listen. This is when you had a conversation with our board of drama on this podcast. I have situationships and I deal with <laughs> boys uh-huh. and I deal with people. What makes him a boy? Eating. Um, I don't know. You tell me. What I'm you a boy. <laughs> 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 Tommy Hilfiger fanny pack. You know, cross country. <laughs> I have my headphones. I took What's the train here, first for? of all, okay? Because I want to my headphones. We took an Uber. We took an Uber. We took the subway back. So. so you just answered all the questions about what makes <laughs> Wow. 
How can you tell boys with the naked eye, right, Lizzo? You're good at that. The beard, the cross colors, the look at the lean back. I said, do you want to hug? You said, I'm good. That was that was rude. I'm not going to lie, Ramos. That wasn't nice. She hugged everybody. I forgot our whole interaction. I didn't want an apology. That's why I didn't. Oh, you wanted an apology. What does she have to apologize for, Drum? Come on now. She likes boys. What did she say that was wrong? No. Boys like me. Okay, yeah, that's true. I'm sick and I travel a lot and I got money. No, that is true. It's a trifecta. There's always a boy trying to get with you because he think you got good credit. And he think you keep snacks. Yep, that's what You saw this big debate online. They Somebody was saying that they don't like girls with box braids. Did you see Wait, this whole what? thing? Why? And the girls were going in on him. Wait, you, know, you don't like girls with box braids? Draw. Oh, no. I'm about to say, hold up. <laughs> you dating a black girl, you're going to take the hairstyle you get. That's, That's right. right. You take the hairstyle you get that day. Because it might change every single day. I didn't say that. <laughs> I, 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 okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, you don't apologize to Boys, yeah, I'm like not that. sorry. You don't talk to a black I'm not sorry. Like yeah, you don't talk to me. I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> but, How did we get to box braids? Uh, listen, we've uh, already covered uh, boys in box braids. Yeah. We're just throwing things out I there. Did the box thing. So what about with, music? Yeah, can we talk what, about Lizzo? Who does music? <laughs> Okay, <laughs> damn. You know what? You off limits. Cause you don't even remember me. I do. No, he doesn't. I got a whole picture with you. I posted before. I hugged him and I was like, "It's been." I was like, "It's good to see you again." He was like, "He did that." Where did I see her? No, Lizzo. I was like, "I'm so excited. Lizzo's coming. We've been trying to get her up here for a while." And he actually he never met you. You do that, Lizzo. Let's start from the beginning. How did Lizzo start in the music industry? Um, the music industry. Well, I've been playing flute my whole life and I've been writing songs. I get busy. Mm -hmm. Flute and shoot. Listen, doo -doo 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 -doo. I brought the I brought the flute too because <laughs> I got you? more to do later. Okay. So if you wanted to come out, should come out. Mm -hmm. Um no I was an indie artist. So I was playing a lot of festivals. Mm -hmm. I was playing a lot of like rock clubs. Mm -hmm. I dropped like two mixtapes um and I was doing like the indie circuit and then I got signed to Atlantic Records in two thousand and 15 in December 2016 mm -hmm. and ever since then I've just been you know making my own lane what got you on the flute man I was 12 years old in Houston in band and the woman was like you play flute <laughs> and I just happened to be really good at it. Really? <laughs> you're I, gonna play the flute <laughs> yeah she just said you play flute and I was, she said I had a good embouchure so that means I had a good mouth Did, ooh all right, Lizzo. Hey. Like this. <laughs> That's a shame if she has to do that to... Right. We hosted the VMA's red carpet, and he did not care, but I said I have a good mouth, and he's doing a shiggy. <laughs> Shoulder leaning. Now, for you, for you as a solo artist, though, because I know for you at first it was intimidating for you to say, I'm going to be who I really am. How did that happen for you? Well, I was just nervous to be out front and center by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like because I looked the way that I looked that people didn't really want to look at just me. So I always had, like, my girlfriends around me. And I was like, yeah, we're a girl group. And I was like, nobody wants to hear what I have to say. Nobody wants to hear my story. But, you know, I told God, I said, if I'm to be a solo artist, you are going to make it easy for me. And it's going to flow and be natural. And ever since I made that prayer, it's been easy for me. Like, everything kind of came naturally to me. So, what, what was your journey like to be so empowered? Like, to empower yourself so Man, much? it was long and it was hard. Um, growing up in Houston, I was 
teased a lot in middle school for being nerdy or playing the flute. Gotta do it, playing the flute. To do come it. on, they were like, "Being nerd." I have friends, <laughs> I have friends, but you know, I went through a long process of learning how to love myself. Mm. It started with wanting to be somebody else and actually not loving myself. And then one day I was like, "Yo, like I'm gonna be in this body forever. I'm gonna be this bitch forever." So it's like you either live your life not liking her or you live your life trying to love her. So ever since then, I've just been working on loving myself and now I'm getting married to myself. So let's talk about the album, Cause I Love You. It's very self-reflective. Yes. It makes breaking up seem like fun too. I, you know how many people say like, I wish I was going through a breakup so yeah. I could listen to this album. I'm like, guys, no. We <laughs> all need a good breakup song though. And that's the kind of song that's gonna make you be like, man, him. Yeah, but it's it's more of like an empowering, self-empowering album, mm-hmm. and I think that that's when people need to empower themselves the most, or when we think we should, is when we're breaking up with somebody, we want to like be like, how do I get myself back on top? Right. How do I get myself back to who I was? And then you listen to my songs, and you're like, I'm 100% that <laughs> bitch. Is the best way to get over a breakup the <laughs> another man? Mm, there is no best way to get over a breakup. There's only your way mm. to get over a breakup. You almost got me caught up there. Right. What were you going to say? What were you going to say? <laughs> oh, yeah. You almost got me caught up there. You, you tried that? You've... Mm, mm. <laughs> I've literally been in the room with a n- and then when it's not panning out the way I want, I'll be like, I need to call another n-. Like I said that, and he was like, what? This is where you, this is the conclusion you jumped to? What could but- happen to make you think that? <laughs> So many things. Tell me what. what tell me what you not know, working out means. You're a f- boy. <laughs> <laughs> Dry <those>. You know. <laughs> Sorry, Drama. Drama. Anyway. What does not working out mean, Drama? Oh, you don't know now. Okay. Drama, what kind of things do you do? <laughs> what? <laughs> not my interview. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Is it penis size, though? Does penis size make things not work out? No. You can tell he got a small penis. <laughs> he's like, he's is like, penis, is it penis size, please? Right. please. I am seven he inches, three like fourths, eight when it's warm out. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. No, it's, a, it's an intention. But um, in my mind, I kind of already see the future with people. Like, as soon as I meet somebody, <clears> I know where this is going to go. In all yeah. yeah. So if I see it not really panning out the way that I want it and my expectations aren't met, sometimes I will jump to an extreme. I'm scared for you when it comes to rejecting people, though, because that could be a dangerous situation. You tell mm. a guy, like, hey, I don't want you here. I want another dude I'm here. I'm the next dude right now. Yeah, that's kind of like, no, I did do that, that impulsively, and I'm learning how to not be that way. Mm-hmm. Right, because when I, it. when I said it, I, and this was recently, too. Goodness uh. gracious. Hoping that was like a long time ago. Yeah. From your mistakes, the male you know, ego is very fragile, Lizzo. I, I've noticed, and when I said it, I was like, "Damn!" Like I felt really bad, and I was like, "You know what? I didn't mean that." So let me just take it back a step and just say that I'm not satisfied with your response. What did the dude say when you said I got another dude coming on his way? What did he say? What he said, I got response? another dude coming too. I don't really like you. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? So what, Charlamagne? <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that, that's what he said. He was like, really? That's the conclusion that you jumped to? Mm-hmm. That's really what you say in this time? And I was like, I'm sorry. I actually didn't mean that. All right, we got more with Lizzo. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lizzo Yee. So talk about getting added to the movie Hustlers because we saw that you're in that movie. Have you started filming and everything yet? Yeah, I, I'm done. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it was it was lit. I'm one of the exotic dancers, and I'm in the scene with J Lo and Cardi Ooh. and um. You on the pole and all that? I'm on the pole and all of that. Did you have experience to, with the pole prior? 
you know what's funny? My birthday was like three days before, and mm -hmm. my whole team surprised me on tour with private pole dancing lessons, and they didn't even know. So I had a little bit of practice. Okay, okay. But I'm surprisingly naturally talented. <laughs> okay. You'd be, yeah. So you'd, so you learned some new moves for later. I learned. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, not later, right now. I can, okay. use them, I can use them things right now. Did, uh -oh. did they ask you to show a lot of skin? Yes and no. Okay. Like, mm. I wanted to show more skin, actually. All right. Like, they, because we were very well styled. Um, and then I was like, can I just pull my out here? And they were like, well, you can wear nipple pasties if you want or if you don't want. So you went all in. Yeah, don't give me yeah, a yet, Lizzo. No, but my not out. But I'm very... I'm TMI. Like right. you can get paid a lot for a shot later on in life if your career keeps going. Don't give me I'm finding out now. <laughs> You're in Playboy right now. I'm in Playboy, but I'm the You're most. You're not nude though, right? I'm mo I'm yeah. super covered up. She's yeah, covered up. I'm in like Playboy's six different. pieces of lingerie. <laughs> Did you want to pull your out for Playboy? No, I mean I don't be wanting to pull my <laughs> out. But here's the thing: it's not a big deal for right. me to pull my out. It's all about the money now, though, Lizzo. Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking smarter. Yeah. Not freer, cause you know I'm a free spirit. Mm -hmm. I'm like a hippy dippy type of girl. Like we go skinny dipping in the ocean, and you know what I mean. Like I be putting twerk videos on my Instagram. Okay. Like, I'm not... You need to get into it. Okay. Yeah. I, I love the music. Every can twerk. Cannot, oh, you know the music. I cannot twerk. But yeah, I know. I love the music. He okay. don't play none of it, though, and he's the DJ of the show. Just want to throw that out there. I'm not trying to start oh anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> you haven't played my music, and I'm sitting right here. You want to play something right now? Yes. Introduce it. What you want to play? Let's play Truth Hurts. Truth Hurts. Right, that's the what only I say, way to get Envy to play your To actually be here. Look, put that Truth Hurts is my them. favorite song Whatever on the album, takes. so All let's right. go. We're introduced Truth Hurts. Go ahead. All right, y'all. It's Lizzo, a.k.a. 100% That Bitch, and this is my song, Truth Hurts. I hope you like it. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lizzo. So that okay. was Truth Hurts. Oh, my Lizzo. God. Oh! 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 Drop one of the okay. bombs for Truth Hurts. <laughs> But keep it real, the first time you hear that song, you know that's a hit. Like, immediately. It's one of those he songs that the first the time that you hear true. it. That is true. But they would never know. Truth hurts. But, she, but, but you know, gas me for the... We we, we just heard it. Fire, Lizzo! Oh, my goodness. You scared the hell out of me, man. You know what? I stay so positive. You are so positive. I love it. Really? It's because I try to be positive. Mm -hmm. I think that I've seen a lot of darkness, and I've been through a lot of dark that I don't even really realize I've been through mm -hmm. until I'm doing interviews. Mm -hmm. And then they remind me, and they're like, and then they said you were homeless when you were 21. I was like... Oh, thanks for reminding me. Like, damn, I tried to block that shit out. But I went through such a dark age in my life um, that I think now as a grown-ass woman, I work really hard on self-care and self-love and trying to be positive. Mm -hmm. um, and it shows. You, you know? have to set your intention. My therapist always says, set your intention. Mm, shout out therapy. Yeah. I started going to a therapist last year. Really? Because, yeah, it was hard out What made here. you start going? Is the industry made you start going? Um, I think it was the demands. I think people ask a lot of artists and I'm also I give a lot people think that they can take so much from me mm -hmm. so I started to find myself getting siphoned and my energy being drained and mm -hmm. I couldn't be good to my friends and I couldn't be good to myself so I went to a therapist and I was like how am I gonna manage this when it gets more and more demanding well you, you got know? a handle on it you said you know self-care yeah you know taking time for yourself I think the hardest thing is when this business gets so overwhelming is just to press reset Mm -hmm. And you know, and get back to your center. Like it's okay mm. to be about just Lizzo. He deep, y'all. Uh -huh. He got deep. No, go to the therapist. The therapist is I right. it's therapy talk. You got to press reset. What made you go? Because a lot of, especially in our community, 
A lot of people say, I ain't going to no therapist. I ain't right. talking to nobody. So what thing you say, you know what, I'm going to give this a try. I'm going to give this a shot. Well, I'm the first person in my family. I'm the baby. I'm the youngest. And I'm the first person in my family to ever seek therapy. And I've been trying to, it, it is in the black community, it's stigmatized because it's like, our therapists is it be like that sometimes. You yeah. know? It be like that. Pass that Henny, yo. Yeah. <laughs> That's our therapist. But, um... I think for me, I, I just really had to keep it real with myself because I did use a lot of other things. Like, I would be like, shake it off, or I would be like, you can handle this, you're strong enough. Pray it off. Pray it off. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, my job is so amazing. Like, I get to, I've been touring forever. Like, I've been touring before I've been selling records. So it's like, I get to go on stage and just dance and sing and people cheer. Like, that's such a great job. I was like, let me go on stage and just transmute this energy and turn it from something negative into something positive. And that always used to work for me mm -hmm. um, because performing is the joy of my life. But that day, it was a show and I was so unhappy and I couldn't talk to my friends. Like, I was crying in the bathroom and mm -hmm. I physically was just like, I can't bring them in here. And then um, I was going to the stage and I was like, I don't want to play this show. And that thought has never crossed my mind. Like, And then I got on stage and I performed. And mm -hmm. a lot of people were like, I saw you at Santa Barbara and you were amazing. I'm like, ah! I was on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Mm -hmm. And then I walked off stage and I was still crying and I was still sad. And that had never happened. And I said, you know what? This is going to get in the way of my, my livelihood. Damn right. The thing that makes me the most happy. So... I was like, I got to... you Seek some help. Yeah, you got to yeah. pay that money to make that money, too. I was like, I'm going to invest in this because this oh. is my this is my life investment. I love my therapist because she is... It's the opposite, though. She kind of just listens, mm -hmm. and she doesn't, like, cry or get upset. Like, I would tell my friends, like, yeah, I'm depressed today. And they'd be like, no! You know what I mean? They don't want me, <laughs> they don't want me to be depressed. You know, and I tell my mom, I'm like, you know, I've been crying all day. And she's like, baby, I don't want you to cry. I'm like, yo, I need to be sad. Right. And so when I tell my therapist that, she'll be like, okay, all right, explain. Tell me more. Or she just... She stays calm, and I and I need that. So I think, see, what what does your therapist do for My you? My therapist does the exact same thing, and yeah. the reason that that works is because I feel like any problem you have, you also have a solution, and sometimes we just got to talk it through with ourselves. Mm -hmm. So you're talking, 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 and in the middle of talking, you're like, oh, I know why I feel that way. There you go. You know, I know what's bothering me. Right. We got yeah. the answers, mm -hmm. but I think sometimes it's nice to have someone outside of yourself to help you find those answers, to ask the right questions so you can find the answers within yourself. We always got the answers to our problems, but we never really get to spend enough time with ourselves trying to solve them. All right, we got more with Lizzo. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Lizzo Yee. So, you've also had the opportunity to work with Prince, which I think is absolutely amazing. Prince you worked is my with Prince? Favorite artist of all time ever. I was on his um, album, Plectrum Electrum, and I was on a song called Boy Trouble. How'd I mean, you meet him? I lived in Minneapolis, Minnesota for five years, mm -hmm. and um, me and my best friend, Sophia Aris, we were in a. Um, a group together and we did a, they did a documentary on like local artists and at the time Prince had a group called Third Eye Girl mm -hmm. and so we were all included in this package and the day it aired um, the radio station there got an email from Paisley Park and it was like who are those girls this is Prince I want to know <laughs> and he was just like I want you guys to come to Paisley Park on Easter Sunday and I want you to record a song Wow! and then after that we just had a relationship with Paisley where we would just get emails as like, come and play. 
come and perform. So dope. So we would perform at Paisley Park for Prince's parties. And That's dope. And Outside of the music, what were those human conversations with Prince like? There were not, like... <laughs> Prince is so... Prince was like Charlie from Charlie's Angels. Really? Yeah. There was, like, only two moments, but... <sighs> Did you work with him? Was he in the studio at all? He was not in the studio when we made... The, he okay. was in the studio via voice Oh, box. so you never met him? Met him? Not when we were working on the album. Got you, no. got you. Or on the song, mm-hmm. no. He was just, like, very good. And we were like... <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Did you meet him at all ever in life? There was a moment in passing where he thanked us for coming to the show, but and we never get, had conversation. Now let's switch gears a little bit. Why Why were you homeless at 21? Well, a lot had been going on. Um, between my father passing away and my family moving away to Denver, I stayed in Houston, and I was pursuing music, and I thought I had a handle together. I had a job. I had an apartment. I had a car. And then one by one, those things just started falling away. Like, first, I lost my car, and then I got evicted from my apartment. And then when my father passed away, I lost my job because I remember I was like, they were like, leave, go. And I went to bereavement and everything and flew to Detroit to see him and everything. But um, so I looked up and I was like, I'm in a band. I'm playing music, but I don't have a car. I don't have a house and I don't have a job. And I was like okay, what do I do? I got to sleep on people's couches. So I was sleeping on my drummer's floor. Um, my sister gave me her Subaru that was like T-boned. So it was literally, <laughs> I swear, I've been dri- I was driving on the highway and the police pulled me over like, oh my God, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> it looked like I had just gotten an accident. It was so bad. So she gave me that car and I was sleeping there sometimes and I slept at the studio that my band would rehearse at, which was like roaches and shit. Mm. Mm. Um, so I'd spent a year and a half of my life showering at 24-Hour Fitness and, you know, living like that. Mm. Um, and I also know that I made a choice to not go home with my family. I really stuck it out for music, and I thought that this was something I was supposed to do. I thought this was a part of my story to go through what I was going through. Um, I realize a lot of people do not have a choice in the matter, mm. and they are subject to homelessness like, not having a home and being homeless, mm-hmm. I think, are right. two different things. You made a choice for your career, basically. I made a choice for my career, but I also was so young and so irresponsible and going through so much emotional turmoil. Because meanwhile, that's also the time where I was learning how to love myself. So I had all of this, like, self-loathing, and I wasn't eating, and I was, like, really thin for my frame and still get <laughs> on by n****s. What? <laughs> this was like your face is good he was like i showed your picture to my friends and they said your face is good but your body needs work when i was 80 pounds smaller than i am now oh my God. i was like yo will never be happy with how i look how'd you gain all that weight back though well it's not how did you gain weight it's just like i have money and i can eat meals now <laughs> i wasn't no i'm talking about back then when you say you lost 80 pounds oh you gained back recently i was 80 pounds lighter back yeah. then smaller so you gained it back I mean, yeah, that was 10 years ago. Oh, God, This is 10 you, years yeah, of yeah. being a bad bitch. This is when she was 20. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 21. like, you know, what? Uh, what's the math on it? Eight pounds every, I don't know. every year? <laughs> so even when you went to 24 hour fitness, you was just going to shower? Like, just, <laughs> You're an <laughs> I'm not. I'm just wondering. Oh, my God. Why? Hurt, I was, I'm sitting there like, why You're wouldn't you? You got to listen to the album, Charlamagne. I was Charlamagne. working out. That's the thing. Like, okay. I was not just smaller because I wasn't eating, but I also had a strange addiction to working out mm-hmm. and not eating. So, yeah, that was that was why I was showering at the gym. And- did you think you would have such a notable impact? Did you think, did you believe that? Did you believe <clears throat> Lizzo in her form 
right now would have such a notable impact? You know what's crazy? I, as a little girl, always knew I had to do music, which is why when it got hard, I made so many sacrifices because from the jump, I was like, I have to do this. And I remember I would get messages. I would go to church a lot. And, um, you know, they would have, like, the guests come in and they would do all the little like prophets to you or prophecies to you or whatever and I had a woman say that to me once she was like I was in the seventh grade and I could talk about it now because here we are Mm -hmm. but she was like I swear to y'all I remember I was like how you gonna tell me this but she was like you're gonna try to lose weight but it's not gonna happen because when you grow up you're gonna be a celebrity and you're gonna help girls love themselves Look, looking the way that you look. Wow. And I remember I was in the seventh grade, so I was so offended because I was literally on a slim fast diet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in seventh I like, grade? I was a big bitch. And so I've done everything. <laughs> and then I looked up one day and I, and I was playing a show and girls were coming up to me after the show and they were like, you've helped change the way that I feel mm-hmm. about myself. That's dope. You've helped me get out of a toxic relationship or an abusive relationship. And I was like, whoa. Like, it's actually coming true. And so I just feel very blessed. And you know what's dope? Everybody Mm -hmm. always says, when you see Lizzo, because I saw you perform, and they're like, when you see Lizzo perform, amazing. So we saw you perform, and I was like, oh, she's dope. I got to go listen to some of her music. Mm. And now that you have this album out, it's really, really amazing to hear, like, the whole album is so great, and the performance is so Mm -hmm. great, because sometimes those things don't match up. Right. I mean, people liked me before they liked my music. That's That's beautiful, though. Yeah, it is a beautiful thing, because I want to build a long career. If you are overnight success, and I mean, you can be an overnight failure. Right. And I just want to be a gradual success because I want to be in this thing for a long time. And that's why people like you are going to continue to win because y'all are going to do so much more than music because people actually like y'all. It's the mm-hmm. same thing with Cardi. People like her as mm-hmm. a person. Mm-hmm. But they don't like her in any form. Mm-hmm. She funny, bro. <laughs> and I appreciate artists that really work on their show because sometimes people would just walk back and forth right. across the stage and you're like, well, that was boring. Right. But when you see people that really go hard to work on their videos, work on their show and everything, mm. it's like you can appreciate it as a fan. Oh, wow. So you had a good ass time. Huh? <laughs> yes, I did. Y'all need to come to the show. I'm playing tonight at Terminal 5. Terminal 5 in the city. I, I can't see. make it tonight. I ain't going to sit there live. Yeah, but don't gas I wanna, I wanna, I want to get another record on. I think we should play Tempo featuring Missy Elliott so all everybody right. can okay. hear me and my idol on a song together. Okay, all right. Well, let's get into it now, and we appreciate you for joining us. Yes, oh, and I do, I do remember the 2016 VMAs, by the way. Yeah, you don't. And I'm going to tell you why I remember. Because you was working another part of the carpet, and I was working another part of the carpet, and at the end, they brought us together to, to introduce the show. Well, now you remember oh, she reminded that's you. that's like how most rare carpets go <laughs> when you're hosting. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Who else do we do it with? I don't remember. We the best, n- Khaled, yes. Yeah, I thought room. that was the... But he wasn't with us at the end because they rushed him in. They rushed him in, yeah, but it yeah, was Yeah, 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 it was Khaled. You're right. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, let's get into wow. 2016. Right Talk to the hand because the face <laughs> not listening. <laughs> this is Tempo featuring Missy Elliott, and thank you for joining Lizzo. us. Thank you. All right, it's the Breakfast Woo! Cup. It's Call Lizzo. me anytime. Here's Tempo. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. <laughs> Charlemagne the devil. The Breakfast Club. 
guest star here today goes to the human jar of Hellman's mayonnaise, commonly known as Taylor Swift. Now, let me tell you something. Uh, I'm a grown-ass man, so it's not too many things I haven't seen, okay? A lot of things we see in these streets are just reruns, all right? No ideas original. It's nothing new under the sun, especially in the world of entertainment, okay? One thing's for sure, two things for certain. I grew up in an era where if black people created something, just know it's only a matter of time before Caucasians create a mayonnaise-flavored version, all right? And put it on the menu of mainstream America for quadruple the price, all right? In my life, I've seen the kings, the gods, the legends name New Edition. And what did Yakub cook up to copy New Edition? New kids on the block. All right, in my life, I have seen a black god named MC Hammer. What mm -hmm. did Yakub go to the lab to create to mimic that king? Vanilla Ice. All right, the mayonnaise that is mainstream America calls Elvis Presley the king of rock and roll. But how could he be the king of something that Chuck Berry, a black man, invented? All right, see, the ripping off of black music and style by white artists has been going on since the beginning of time. All right, I want you all to Google an article from Slate by Jack Hamilton titled How Rock and Roll Became White. It cites the article from the Pulitzer Prize winner Margot Jefferson titled Ripping Off Black Music. I'll read you a paragraph from this article, but you got to go do your own homework on it, okay? Uh, she says, the night Jimi Hendrix died, this was the latest step. She thought this was the latest step in a plot being designed to eliminate blacks from rock music so that it may be recorded in history as a creation of whites. Future generations, my dream ran, will be taught that while rock may have had its beginnings among blacks, it had its true flowering among whites. The best black artists will thus be studied as remarkable primitives who unconsciously foreshadowed future developments. Well, for a long time. This has been true. But then along came Steve Jobs' internet, Steve Jobs' iPhone, and social media. And one of the beauties of social media is that when some BS happens in real time, it can be called out. And last night at the MGM Grand Arena, Taylor Swift opened the 2019 Billboard Music Awards with her newest single, Me. Well, when she says me, what she actually means is B, as in Beyonce. Because it seems as if Taylor Swift studied Beyonce's Netflix documentary and decided to do her own own unwashed chicken version of Beyonce's Coachella performance. Now, Beyonce is not the first person to perform with a marching band, but if I'm anyone on Taylor Swift's team, I'm telling her, you know, you're opening the Billboard Awards. Beyonce just did Coachella last year. She put out a documentary about it. She did the whole marching band thing. Maybe we should come with something else because people will say you're imitating her. That's what I would have said if I was on Team Swift. But that's not how colonization works. Okay, see, colonizers still have to act like they discovered something that was already discovered. And the people on Taylor Swift's team should be ashamed of themselves to think that Taylor Swift could come out, do this marching band routine, and nobody would notice. And this is exactly why you should not trust people who don't wash their chicken. Okay? I, I'm not spending a lot of time on this because we've been seeing this since the beginning of time. Okay? White people stealing from black artists. But the difference between now and then is we are able to call it out as we see it. And when things are called out on social media in this way, it makes the next white artist think, you know, we can't just be appropriating culture like we used to. Okay? Not only does social media amplify the voices calling this cultural identity theft out, but we are able to amplify the voices of our ancestors who came before us. Exhibit A. Ray Charles. Y'all know Ray Charles, right? Yes. Of course you do. Jamie Foxx won an Oscar playing the legend that is Ray Charles. But have you ever seen Ray Charles doing an interview with Bob Costas? And Bob Costas, a white man, asked Ray Charles, a black man, about white artists in particular, Elvis, stealing black music. Uh, everybody go Google this. It's about 2 minutes, 37 seconds long. But I'm going to play about 47 
about 40 seconds of it just to piss off Steve, our, our cameraman, Steve and the White Demon. <laughs> All right, because this sums up how I feel about this mayonnaise music. At the time, in the 50s, early 60s, a resentment of some of the white performers who were copying R&B stuff and selling more records than you and your contemporaries were. I just didn't object to it. I just felt that the music just, it wasn't that good to care about. I think Elvis was, person came along at the right time where well, here was a white kid that could do rock and roll or rhythm and blues or whatever name you want to call it, and the girls could swoon over him. Nat Cole got in trouble in Alabama when the women swooned over him. And black people have been going out shaking their behind for, for, for centuries. And that's all Elvis was doing was copying that. And he was doing our kind of music. Please let Chelsea Handler give Taylor Swift the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw! Hee-haw! That is way too much Dan Mayonnaise. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir. Yes. yes. Steve is so red. Too much goddamn mayonnaise. Y'all keep shouting out, Steve. Let me tell you something. There's girls in my emails and DMs trying to get a date with him. Really? Yeah. They, don't, they, like, they don't like him when he's red like One of them right is going to send her modeling pictures for him. She said she's a chocolate curvy girl. He's fuming. Okay, Steve. He loves Elvis. <laughs> and he loves mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise, so Elvis, mad. and the I don't know who the Eagles are. Yeah. He's highly upset that I think Elton John is in the Beatles. No, I don't care. And he, you know what? Let's get some of Steve's music up. Oh, you're going to play some of Steve's music? Oh, now he's embarrassed. What black man is, what black man is Steve copying? Look, he's so mad. Steve does music? Yes, yeah. he does. What black man are you copying, Steve? We'll do it behind the scenes. No, do it now. Yeah, do it now. You got something? All right, Here we go. Let's I, don't, I hope he's not cursing. Come on. <laughs> Please get my play louder, ready. play louder, play louder. That's really Steve? Yes, that's Steve. Steve and the White Demon. <laughs> Yo, you should get a band called the White Demons. Steven and the White Demons. <laughs> play some more of it. Let me hear Born a little bit more of it. Steve, man, man. Left the room. Hey, play some more of it. Man, he's me. How are you going to not do your job and leave the room? You're supposed to do All right. You're getting a lot of play from this team. All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. We got the baby. That's right. Not just the baby. Stunner for Vegas. Stunner for Vegas as well. Billion Dollar Entertainment. Billion Dollar Baby Entertainment. Billion Dollar Baby Entertainment. Yes, sir. Straight out the Carolinas, ain't it, Charlamagne? Yes, sir. Come on now. Well, congratulations. I appreciate you. Real talk. I'm proud of y'all, man. Appreciate it. No, for real. Salute to Everything you've done over the year. How have you adjusted to the celebrity of it all? Oh, man. You know, it ain't the easiest thing in the world, but I just stay working. You know what I mean? It, uh, I just let everything else fall into place, take whatever come with it. You got a number one album, though. That's what they're saying. That's, God is great. You yeah, 150 man. this week? They saying? We're going for 200, Charlotte, man. It's going to end up being more. Yeah, we're going for 200. More than that, Arnold? Okay. He said yes. All right. <laughs> yes. Go that's got to be a great feeling, though. Absolutely. That's sort of a blessing. And really, like, we just heard the intro first uh -huh. before the album came out. So is that something that you were like, okay, I don't want to put out a gift. So we just put out the intro that's very personal. Absolutely. And then we got to wait. Absolutely. You know, I only, made, I only made people wait four or five days after we dropped the intro. But it's definitely how I wanted to set the tone for the album and just... You know, get the fans and the listeners a different side of me. Let them really get to know me personally. You get what I'm saying? Let them know what all that transpired in my personal life. 
during my, you know what I mean, my breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Explain Kirk yeah. a little bit. Some people don't know that this my last name. Kirk and yeah. what it means to you and why you called your album Kirk. Oh, big weight. You know what I mean? My pops, you know, my role model, you get what I'm saying? My role model, you know, he the one told me never settle for less. He the, he the reason why I t- that's why I get the deep voice from. That's why I get this gone right now because I've been doing shows every day. And Clearly and taught you how to fight. Ex- huh? Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> that too. You left handed too. All that. You know what I mean? So it just, you know, uh, well, the morals and everything I was brought up with, everything to make me me, everything to separate me from the pack, that came from him. You get what I'm saying? And, and for him to, you know, go unexpectedly and then I go number one and then I take off after that. Like, like the way I took off, it's just crazy. You know what I mean? So. I felt like it wasn't nothing but him, you know, mm-hmm. God and him. It's and you, nice that he got to see some of that success, too. Oh, for sure, he did. He got to see it right when I broke through. He got to see the first Breakfast Club. And at the interviews, he texted me. <laughs> you know, he he texted me critiquing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I seen, I seen this question right here where they tried to get nice response. Ooh, 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 not Breakfast Club, y'all held it down. Some, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, but, you know, we ain't tripping. But, yeah, like, he, <laughs> you know, he critique everything, man. And, he, you know, he, he give credit when it's due, but he said, all right, what's next? And you really lost him the same day you hit number Swear one God, in the show? the same time. Not the, nah, nah, it was Baby on Baby. It went, like, number one. Okay. Um, It went, like, number one on uh, Apple Music, iTunes. It was, like, number seven or something like that. And then uh, I had got the phone call. My my brother woke me up. He like, hey, call your little brother. My little brother, my dad. So I call your little brother. He DM me. Oh, he woke me up. I'm like, DM you, what's up? Pick up the phone. I call him. He yeah, bro, dad, bro, he dead. He died. I'm like, what? I set up on my bed. I'm like, what? Same time. Carter, he blowing my phone up, blowing me up, blowing me up, blowing me up, blowing me up while I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I'm thinking he calling to deliver the same news. I click over, what's up, bro? We number one, number one. You did it, you did it. I'm like, damn. He said, I just looked at the phone, my daddy died. I don't care about none of that, you know what I mean? Got out the phone with him, flew in the next day. I did my little checks and balances and, uh, mm-hmm. and then had to go, had to fly right back out the very next day, my first show on the tour. And then I had a, had a, a tour date the day after that. I'm on the tour bus. I'm typing obituaries and finding pictures for it, you know what I mean? Uh, organizing travel, paying for flights. And I ain't never talked to in my life, you get what I'm saying? And, you know, it's just a whole bunch going on. And I'm doing all this while I'm breaking through on tour while I'm rocking, while I'm rocking sold-out shows, you get what I'm saying? People so, never know what's happening in your nah, life. Nah, hell no, nah, they don't. The one show I missed, they were mad as hell at me, man. I had to do the show I did. The night before, hop on a jet, fly in, go to the funeral. After the funeral, I had to fly back out the same night, go to a show. Damn. You know what I'm saying? On the private jet. You, you know can't even I mean? really enjoy that. Man, hell no. You know what I mean? But it was all good, though. It was definitely therapeutic for me to be able to have, you know what I mean, something to just keep me busy. You know what I mean? In the meantime, and really like intro, I ain't even do no recording for a little minute. And then uh, my DJ... He a producer too, and he engineer. So we got like a DJ kid. There we go. Hey, DJ kid, let me let me come on slide over here. He intro, he, got a uh, lot of DJs, he produced man. the intro. Mm-hmm. No, so he way more than a DJ. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. DJ producer. He he produced the number one song in the world right now. You know what I mean? On the number one album in the world, the intro. You get what I'm saying? So we got like an A1 studio set up here where we go. Uh, that intro that was recorded like on a on a cruise we was on. I had a show on the way to Bahamas. We recorded in the hotel. That was the Cali cruise. Yeah, yeah. I exactly, think I was on there. That's exactly what it was. You know what I mean? So he was playing around with. Some beats and I heard that I'm like, oh, I'm like you, that's you. I so load that up. It's just dope, man, uh, to be able to honor my father on the song with somebody else that's with me every day, mm-hmm. grinding it out with me every day, and then see the success of it. It's just a beautiful thing. You get what I'm saying? You from the Carolinas too? Yeah. And you ain't waste no time. Like you ain't waste on, no man. time putting people Come on. on. <laughs> Come on, it's time for that. Who we gonna do it? Yeah. You know, that's definitely what we all about. You know, we just did Jimmy Fallon last night. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Where Who you from, Stunner? 
Salisbury, North Carolina. Hey. Hey. Jimmy Fallon last night. You know, that ain't normal at all. You know, Not normal I, at all. I didn't even know what Jimmy Fallon was. <laughs> I just know, you know, I just know it's yeah, a big oh, deal really. talk show. How, how's your mother? Because in the intro, you speak about her having... She had it cancer. down, man. She she whooped cancer. I love you, boo. It's yeah. interesting because we hear so many stories of brothers not having a relationship with their pops, not having a relationship with their parents. Oh, no, nah, he was dumb. You know, yeah. we ain't stay in the same... I was with my mama. He was in a completely different state, but my pops, it was different with him. Like, you know, he was in the army, like, early on in my life. So he used to write me letters, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And he was real big on me getting the education. That's why I talk the way I talk. I articulate myself. I'm four or five years old. About, Daddy, what that is? That ain't how you say that. What is that? You get what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? He, if he writing me letters from the Army, I'm when I get to writing, I'm like five, six, seven years old. I write him a letter. He'll write me a letter. I write one back. This man is sending back with red ink on it. It looked like I turned <laughs> it into an English teacher. I swear to God. Yeah, he telling me what to do. Capitalization, punctuation. He really grading it like an English. I'm like, I'm six, seven years old. But it turned me to a beast. So when I write him back, I have everything, you know, and it just got the way I was just so polished, bro. Like, Does that mean I, you text well, too? You know how some people not, don't. But I don't really, I like to text the way I talk, but I do. It depends on who I'm talking to. Now, when I, you know, when I'm handling <laughs> business, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I encourage, like, people to text, right? Like, I, a lot of times, like, I hate when people text me, like, Spelling a certain way. Like, I'm like, bro, don't stop writing like that. Like, I ain't trying to read that. You get what I'm saying? But it's just like. You talking to you, you know, son? Nah, I, I ain't talking about, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he don't really text. You know you what I mean? You about to change he, your name to The Baby? He FaceTime me. You know, The Baby, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I would be with that. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be. I, I wanted to do that. I swear to God, ask Honor. When we when we first switched it, I said, man, The Baby. I'm like, bro, that's, I'm like, man, that's not. What, what you mean? <laughs> I'm like, that's why Siri talking about that baby. Come on, bro. I'm like, what you mean, bro? Like, nah, but uh, it, it worked out. I'm glad we did the baby because I like the I like the text I talk to. You know what I mean? So you can feel me. You know what I mean? So it go either way. But when it come to like grandma, like writing papers and like the night before the paper was due, I write the whole thing and it's still, you know, you like an A on it. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? You gonna like, be like was, that with your daughter? Oh, absolutely. I'm already like my daughter's so smart. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You know what I mean? She's so smart, and I wish I could be around her more. Like. I, I have it even crazier, you know what I mean? But she she's so smart and beautiful, like she you know, she she a splitting image of me. How much has she changed you? Oh man, tremendously, you know what I mean? I ain't give a damn. She gave me something to really live for. When I thought I had something to live, but she gave me something to really live for. Mm-hmm. All right, we got more with the baby. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the baby. I know you love your fans. Mm-hmm. But do you ever say, you know what, I got to stop jumping and walking through these crowds? Man, I said it for a while, and as soon as I go back in, they want, fans want to punch me in the back of the head. <laughs> did you Come know, on, bro? Like, they were mad at your security for Did you realize that was a woman? Yeah, Charlemagne, buddy went like this. You see what I'm saying, buddy? Like, walk a flocker. <laughs> nah, I'm talking about hard in the paint walking flocker, so that's my boy Flock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddy was in there going crazy, losing it. Buddy punched like three people. And Buddy happened to be old girl. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, what are you supposed to do? Let her knock me out? I know how easy it is to get a knife in somewhere, this right. and that. Yeah, you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 that yeah. could have been a knife. That could have uh, poked me real quick. Yeah. People act like because you successful, because you're a celebrity, that people could do you any kind of way without no type of consequences. And the law really let these people right. sue you and everything. Right. Like, they really let people, and they let them win, too. You watch the video, and we got... The HD video, so we got $16,000 cameras, two, three of them, mm. all time. So, you know, we under surveillance, baby. You know, if it, if it gets to the point where we got to, we can show the river. We were walking off, mm-hmm. got followed, got hit. 
boom. They try to neutralize the situation. This is when somebody else got hit. We continue to walk off, trying to get back to the front of the stage. Got hit again, back of the head. That's when, boom, he turned and neutralized the situation. You get what I'm saying? And then we walked off. I tried to continue the show. When did y'all realize it was a woman? When when the internet told us. After finding out, did you feel bad? Because y'all don't hit no women. I ain't feel bad. What you hitting me for? (laughs) What you hitting me for? You get what I'm saying? I feel bad about the fact that it had to be a woman that it happened to, but... At the end of the day, like security you was know, doing their job, right? You know, need from catfish. It happened to him Somebody in college. Him. No, he was in college and he got into a fight with a woman in a Damn. party, but he didn't know it was a woman. It was a did he win? Stud. I don't know if he won, but <laughs> that would have been a headline if a girl I mean, knocked exactly. you out. Say he dropped. Now what if she dropped? If she would have knocked you out, boy, my album gonna go from maybe got knocked one. out by <laughs> a girl. Y'all need let me come up here. <laughs> yeah, we would. I'd have made dunk you today. <laughs> 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 Not lie to me and say I wouldn't have. I have to see saying? the video. I have to see the video. Yeah, man, but I don't even. Now, if you no... squared up with the girl and she knocked nah, you out. I don't do none of that. <laughs> 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 it really wasn't. It really wasn't. And then people would have been like, where's his security? Why did they allow right. this to happen? All right, Kane in here, though. We got we got the baby security Kane in here. Kane, come to the mic, man. I promise I won't hit the baby. God oh, damn, you oh, a big oh, mother. Came. Lord have mercy. I, I didn't know that was... You He's know, too big to talk into the mic. You got to talk. Girl, I did not know, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I found out it was a girl, I felt bad. I'm like, damn, I had a girl like that. Like, I never punched no girl in my life. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. They chopped me up, though, for that. What was your What was your mindset when it happened? Or what did you see in that moment? All right, so at the moment, I see a dude wilding out, right? Then the dude hits the baby in the back of the head. I'm not going to wait for another punch to mm-hmm. hit him in the back of the head. Yeah. So I go to stop it. And then, you know, I did what I did. Fast forward the next day, it's like, that was a dude. I'm like, I mean, that's a girl. Damn. That's a girl. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want no girl. That's a dude. They said, that's a girl, bro. I'm like, bro. So you feel bad about no, it? I feel bad for hitting a girl like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, she shouldn't have hit him. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. would have happened. Yeah, and it's a tough situation to be in because, you know, you even think about beat somebody and put him in a coma. And that was but, Cap, too. Okay. He wasn't in no coma. But he was on Instagram posting rap videos. But he was trying to blow. He was following this to the promoter saying, the promoter like, bro, go ahead on, bro. You do this to every artist, bro. Watch out. <laughs> he following this from the uh, from the car all the way to the little backstage, to the little green, from the meet and greet area to the green room area. The promoter sent us footage of it once Buddy put out the TMZ mm-hmm. of Buddy following us. And, and another thing, that club owner, his security was on strike that night because oh, no. you wasn't paying them boys. This man is outside the door. Y'all club. Y'all mm-hmm. letting him sit right here. The second we come walking in to go into the door, y'all let this man walk right past y'all. Hey, hey, baby, what's up? Let me get a pic. You know what I mean? He, he, hey, watch out. Back up. Bro, didn't even swing on him at first. He's grabbing him. I'm like, hey, get him. I'm like, get y'all boys so we can go and do the show. I got a mic in my hand. They like this. Let me. Damn. And just sat back and watched. You know what I'm saying? Sat back and watched the whole time. That's cap. That's big cap. It's just hard to say security goes too far because it might be that time security don't go far enough and, and something happened to you. gone. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on now. You know, especially with, with, with the current events that took place, you know, especially when people want to, you know, want to see what's up with you. Like, they want to see what's up mm-hmm. with me. You that was nice, saying? though. You turned that into a nice little... Uh, <laughs> what was that? Um, when, you, when you got into the fight in the... What was that? Louis store? Gucci Louis store? store? Oh, yeah, I Louis made store. about... Five and a half figures off T-shirts. <laughs> Why do people try you so much, man? Because I'm pretty. <laughs> and my voice deep. No, I told you before because you don't only chocolate. one. You in Charlotte. That's and I, the and only I go one. Dumb. And then plus people, I think, see these videos and they're like, I'm going to be the one. Right, that's for sure. Wanna, that that's how it go. It happen. <laughs> that's just how life go, period. You know, when you see the person, they just feel like, and I ain't even somebody feel like I can't be touched. I know I could be touched. That's why I'm... 
you know, aware of what's going on. That's why I move the right way. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. You get more paranoid or, or, or less paranoid about retaliation from your past the more famous you get? I don't trip on none of that. You know, I'm out here. Like, bro, I had so much going on before I even rap. You get what I'm saying? Why well, I'm still so easily accessible then, like, mm -hmm. you know, which I'm I'm far more accessible now, but you at the same time, I'm not. I'm very accessible. Now, I got to tell you where I'm at. They know I'm here now. When I come outside, they, baby, baby, baby. Blah, blah, blah. You get what I'm saying? So it's too easy to be touched, but at the end of the day, like, I walk with God. You get what I'm saying? Can we talk about the album for a second? Let's talk about it, Let's baby. Let's talk about the song iPhone with Nicki Minaj. I'm trying to stay about... Y'all look at my voice, Mr. <clears throat> I'm trying to stay about my iPhone. I'm just going to give y'all that one. And the, <laughs> it's and going the side crazy. pieces. Did that hurt when Nicki Minaj was talking about how you, <sighs> we call guys bro? She said, that's why I'm in that that I be calling my bro. I almost Damn. Died. I know. I felt so like that. That's one of them did me like that. The world. <laughs> <laughs> I got mad. <laughs> I always wanted them to do me like that. I'm going to find out. But yeah, man, that, she snapped too. Mm -hmm. I feel like you bring out the best in Nicki Minaj, man. She went dumb. I don't know what it is. She I, went I, dumb. When she did the baby, re the uh, Sug remix. Yeah. And then even on this, yep. is there something about that energy you bring in that brings out the best in Nicki? For sure, man. That's dope. That's dope too. That's an honor. It's a pleasure to be able to do that, to be able to, you know, throw the alley hoop and watch her finish, watch, you know, somebody that's this, uh, uh, a legend, you know, in the game finish. You know, we hear guys talk about their side pieces all the time, so it's good to right. hear the other and side. And it was good to hear the exactly, you know <laughs> what I mean? And really, she thought about changing that part of the song, and I'm like, nah. nah. So what you think? She <laughs> Don't like, look emotional you, about right, it right I don't mean now. To put all what side side pieces. I'm just saying, no, of course not. But I'm saying it's good to hear. Usually it's guys talking about it. For sure, you got that think, perspective. And a lot of times women have to deal with that, but have you ever had an experience with a, a girl had a side piece? Or were you the side piece? You seem like side piece material. Damn. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm good side piece See? material. He light skin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's happening with that envy? You seem like when a girl call you bro. Yes, right. <laughs> Sonny Young, you don't give a yeah, you hear what I'm saying? They slick, man. But nah, it, it's definitely dope to uh to hear the female perspective on the song. I feel like that's why Megan the Stallion got mm -hmm. on like the way she got on like she pop. You know, mm -hmm. everybody don't. You know, y'all females better quit acting like y'all always be sad. Y'all cut though. Right. Hell yeah. And I that's like the that worst too thing you could do is is hurt a female feelings, boy. It's over. You know. What no, I mean? and I love the song that you had with Megan. So you did some great. Even before you put this album out, some mm -hmm. great apparent guest appearances. For sure. Shout out to the team. Tracks. We that, that's the way we put that together. We orchestrated that. Like that was strategic. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Just to you know stay stay in their face without dropping new music and let the hits that we put out, you know, blossom into what they were supposed to become. All right, we got more with the baby. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with the baby, Charlamagne. You, you and May got a good bond, or it seemed like y'all coming up at the same time. Y'all had yeah, like we definitely came in the game the same time. But the way we did the song, it was it was given to me. You know what I mean? From the label, and they like, yeah, hop on that. But since then, man, she dope. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She dope. She a great performer. And with her being on fire the same time, I'm on fire. Like that's probably the artist I run into more than anybody. I noticed you don't all, when she back it up, you don't always get on it. Is that because she got yeah, a man? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a respectful guy. Okay, I noticed that the other day. I, was, I saw y'all uh -huh. somewhere, and I was like, why he so far away from her? No, I'm just, I'm just a respectful guy. Plus, he's been married since high school, so, and I'm, know. And I, man, cut that out. That was so damn funny. Oh, my God. Bro, that was so funny, dog. Like, that was just too funny. Ooh, she got off. Shout out to her. That's my dog, though. I wouldn't dare, you know what I mean, even talk down on Shawty. She, in our school, we had like a, uh, we had a class called Yearbook. 
You yeah, had a class. I thought it was the yearbook. yearbook. No, it was a class called yearbook. That's I swear easy to God, they whole semester they just they create <laughs> the yearbook and I get the yearbook and that's what it's saying now. She didn't put it on, <laughs> which you know. It's oh, you cute. didn't write that? It's cute. Hell no, man. That ain't oh, how I talk. Did, did, I got a wife. <laughs> my, my beautiful wife, wife Ashley <laughs> Kirk. Ashley Kirk. Come on, man. Shout out to Ashley. That's my dog. He used to let me drive a little silver car and everything. You get what I'm saying? So it's all love, man. I used to smoke weed at her house and all. That was dope to see. That was cute. That was cute as Cute. Yeah, besides them putting my family with that Like, that's them. Like, cut that out. Say, don't play with my family. Because I don't want the world thinking they can play with my family. Because you playing with them, because that ain't going to, you know, I don't give a damn about none of this. At the end of the day, like, don't don't play with my people, though. I called to talk to my daughter the other day, my baby mom picked up the phone. I said, what's up, Ashley Kirk? She like, what the f***? I don't know. Man, man, no Ashley Kirk. I don't know Ashley Kirk. It was funny, though, man. It was funny, though. So when you say tell my bitch I'm faithful, but I still got the hoes, you're not dry snitching on yourself. But I still got the hoes. What you mean, dry snitching? Because if you got a girl, you can't say you still got hoes. But don't nobody love me, Charlemagne. Oh, <laughs> don't do this again. No. You still run the <laughs> game? Uh, yeah, why y'all think I'm playing? Y'all think it's I would have popped you. out? <laughs> I'm trying to hold hands. I'm trying, I'm trying to make TMZ. No, we you know, know you've been through a lot of heartbreaks. Uh, for sure. Come on now, listen to my music. Yeah, he's been through a lot. What was the heartbreaks? <laughs> man, you know how it go, man. Life is life. You ain't, you ain't I done only had like... Three girlfriends. Yeah, shut up, life. man. You can I tell someone somebody lies by their mannerisms. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you definitely ain't the cool in here. I'm just a smooth. I'm really showing off the Gucci, the Gucci jacket. You see what I'm saying? But yeah, nah, like you know, I didn't really only have like three, four girls. I never really played like that. You get what I'm saying? I ain't light skin. What is I'm rich and we're rich? What that mean? Yeah, tell me what that is, because to me it means lazy. Damn. God damn. There's a lot of rich <laughs> in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Might be, though. I'm married. I'm lazy. 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 I'm it's really like a fact that broke guys are better. That's fine. Hey, they trying to get in there. They trying to sleep on your goddamn couch. They want to use your car. They want to use your car. You know they gotta they gotta lay it down, bro. But now it's really like you know it come with it come with a lot. It come with benefits. Right, and that's why you be lazy in the bed because you figure there's other benefits. Why you calling me lazy? For sure, she going hand. I work hard. I work hard, Angela. It's just a fact. Women talk about that all the time. That as more money a guy has, usually the worse he is in bed. We talk today about defense, it. We be tired. See? I probably don't got that much money yet. I still like to get in there, but we be tired, man. Let me get you some sea moss. Dr. Sea moss? Yeah, that's get you right. I ain't without it. No, I'm telling you, I ain't no free It's some healthy shit. Got the Viagra, would I know you was a freak, boy. I knew it. Look at him. Get you right. I got a whole combination of I take them instead of vitamins now. That get you right, man. I'm gonna go get some. Happy like a broke. Show that. Give so what do, you, what do you guys do for fun? <laughs> right what do you guys do for fun outside of work? What we do for fun, yeah. man? We um. We work. You See, know I said I mean? outside of work. Yeah, work. <laughs> That's where I found my. I had to find my fun and work, man. That was the only mm -hmm. way this shit was gonna work out. And you know, other than that, like I just like spending time with my daughter, standing there, kissing her, talking to her like this. You get what I'm saying? Like, you took her to Carowinds yet? 
I ain't taking it. I can't go to Carolina, Charlotte, man. He shut it down. Has what she the hell said it Yeah. It's like Six Flags. Oh, yeah. Six Flags out in North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should come. Has she started singing any of, her, <laughs> of your lyrics yet? It's Carolina's country. What is that? Has she started singing any of your lyrics yet? All of them. Back in the middle of everything. <laughs> she know all my songs. Yo, tell the story of when you, when you recorded the shit. I heard the story the other day. And I was when like, I recorded the story. Man, I asked Arnold. All right, bro, it's been two, two, three weeks. Where that check at? Check from the label. I want to know it's there. I want to know I'm really living like that. You mm -hmm. get what I'm, I don't want to put no album out. Where that check at? I don't even want to record no more. I'm tired of this. I'm broke as hell. Yeah. Spending all my money on goddamn flights and hotels <laughs> and everything. You know what I'm saying? Where that bag at? He said, it should be in there. You don't got it? I'm like, I am. You know, why ain't you tell me? He said, go oh, check. Pulled up at the ATM. We had just left Crest Stations in LA. You been to Crest Station? Yep. Hell yeah. It's my spot right there. Mm -hmm. Player. They let me come take my shoes off, put my feet on the table. <laughs> That's cat. <laughs> But yeah, we had just left Crestaceous though. And I told the driver, I'm like, stop by the ATM real quick. Stop at the ATM, I go up to it. It's nighttime too. I said, print balance. I ain't even want to see it on the screen. That may be a I don't trust computers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wrong. Yeah. I want to see it printed out on paper. Right. So I can come, hey bro, I said I had this. Where is it? So I print it out, boom, I don't even look at it, I fold it up, put it in my pocket, go out back in the whip. Uh, and I saw them goddamn digits. I get them, all right, let's go to the yo. How I'm much like, was it? Let's see, he's slick, <laughs> slick ass Carolina. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a slick Carolina. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Don't you worry about that. You gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> see what I'm saying? But um, but yeah. So we went straight to the studio. I had met my boy Jesse made the not my boy Jet. Met my boy Jesse made the uh. He started playing the melody. Dun 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 dun. dun. I like to record outside the booth. When I'm in the studio, so while he right here playing the beat, I'm sitting right here where you at. And then he, now I, I hit it uh, before he even added the bass. Mm -hmm. Then everybody say, you know what I mean? Make the song, I'm back in the mail, it's gone. I got, I'm beside him, he hear me doing that, you know what I mean? And then I went from that, and then I just started doing whatever, you know what I mean? I'm just vibing, doing that, he's like, that's it. I'm like, man, hurry up, I'm waiting on you. Mm -hmm. I mean, see, added the bass line too, he loaded it up, smacked the whole song, like 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. That's when the you best know, records that come. That bag was in, yeah, you know, I just okay. signed a deal, I'm on. You know, I admit that. I'm and sure Suge uh, loved that song, too. Yeah, I heard. Uh, who told me that? Nick Cannon? Mm -hmm. He said, yeah, I just seen Suge, and, and they was talking about the songs. It's an honor to be able to put on. Well, Nick you know, I know a lot of people give my boy Suge a hard time. Yeah. You know. Let's play some of the baby new album, Craig. What's your favorite record? I want to. I got some joints, but what's yours? I want to play intro, produced by my little brother, DJ I, Kid. Okay. Let's play intro. Yeah, I, I want to play, play Probably Heard. And I want to hear that. That's my too. Hey, that's the Carolina. Probably yeah, heard is tough. Let's do probably her. I don't want to do probably her. Intro already number one song in the world. And shout out to DJ Clue. He came with the beat. See what I'm saying? We got to put yeah, on. Yeah, cool. Probably her produce. Clue produce. Hey, come on now. Wow. We playing the game. How you make a down south banger like that? No, no, you understand. Stop playing. Calls me every day, yo. Sugar's cool, but play my joint every day. <laughs> nah, no, probably heard is the record. That's yo, the record. Heard go crazy. Hey, the baby about to bring Clue back. Hey, we got the vibe. Wow. Don't say that. You, what are you trying Clue to say? Clue ain't going nowhere. Hey, I heard Clue beating forever. Don't, don't do say that. that. The baby bringing Clue back. The Clue. And if you're watching this video, the vibes, the vibes official video is out now. Well, congratulations. I appreciate y'all. Really, yes, I appreciate it's it. Always baby. a pleasure. Stand up for Vegas. It's the yes, Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Shout out to everybody that picked up tickets to my car show again. I so appreciate it. September 7th is the date. And also, uh, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Listen, the positive note is simply this, man. Uh, I want you to remember this this weekend. The only limits you have are the limits you believe you have.